0: Welcome into the In the Money podcast for Saturday, December 16th at Turfway Park. I'm Tom Leach, along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. There's a stake on the Saturday card at Turfway, so we'll start there as we take a look at the late pick four that starts in the sixth race. The stake, the Prairie Bayou, is in race seven for three-year-olds and up and a mile on the 16th, named for the former Preakness winner from the early 90s. And uh, Jim, you've got uh, horses that have run well over this track before. And uh, especially Wolfie's Downy Ghost won a stake back in the spring. I would say uh, Wolfie's Downy Ghost and uh, Ocean Atlantique might vie for favoritism here. How'd you see the Prairie Bayou?
1: Well, that's exactly the two that I thought made the most sense. Now I read something online yesterday, and it was a it was a tout saying how tough Turfway is. He said if you want to make money there on the multi leg wagers, just fade the favorites. Don't even don't even spend money on it to make it a big ticket. I, and I'm you know if. If you look at the results, last week, the, the ticket that I gave out on here, I was alive after the first two legs with two $14 horses, and I was five deep and five deep and went over 2. So turfway is tough. It's, it's um, The synthetic track seems to push everybody together. Uh, but I think Ocean Atlantique and wolfies Dynagos are the two. They, they don't have to win it, but I would be surprised if anybody else won it. You've got... Wolfie Dynagos, who won his only race at Turfway um, with a 101 buyer in the Kentucky Cup Classic back in March and won by two and a quarter, almost went wire to wire, uh, is going to be either on the lead or just off the lead. And then Ocean Electique has the other uh, style coming from out of it and has won two out of four at Turfway uh, with a 99 buyer in the Dust Commander back in February. So, goes through those two horses there's no doubt about that and i'm going to use both of them to pick four i would probably lean to ocean atletique simply because runaway storm another horse that i like in here is going to test wolfie's dining ghost on the lead i don't think wolfie's dining ghost is going to get an un- uncontested lead in here so i'm going to go with ocean atletique ocean and also the is riding is 12 for 40 so far at turfway um runaway storm is the third horse that i like Coming out of the Bryan Station, he won the Bryan Station, the Grade Three at Keeneland at twenty to one. Uh, after coming out of a key race at in the Virginia Derby at Colonial, so uh, if his form holds up, he's been off since October, uh, but has gotten enough time to get off that tough win in the Bryan Station, and he's lightly raced. He's only got five races under his belt, so got a lot of upside for Ethan West. So Runaway Storm at ten to one would be my third choice in here, but since I'm not. Uh, very confident in the other races. I'm just going to go with those two, the two and the seven
0: here when we get to the big four. I am going to try to beat those two with a a price in here and take a a little bit of a a swing with Temple for Mike Maker, the three horse. This horse was a close third in the grade one United Nations last summer, uh, last year, and this horse has a lot of back class. Now, nothing lately that gives you any reason to have much confidence. But Maker is 20% in moving from turf to synthetic, and this horse has had a nice long pattern of works over this track. And just a back-class horse for Maker at 15-1, to one, I couldn't resist. So I'm going to play that horse in the race with the other two that I think are the most likely winners, Ocean Atlantique or Wolfie's Dynagos and then use all three on the pick four and, and hope I'm right about temple coming back to uh, his best form so we'll see sixth race is a maiden race three and up mile at a 16th Uh, i ended up on as one does here Uh, the last two were much improved for the vicky oliver barn and this horse uh, came out of a race in which the runner-up came back to get a win so without a strong opinion in here i thought those two uh, nuggets Kind of directed me to the six in here. Collier's time, third start off a layoff, ran an 81 buyer last out. Got to look at that one. Uh, elegant trip. It's uh, Rusty Arnold, who uh, is really strong with the addition of blinkers to his horses, as is the case on this one. And then if you want to go deeper, Tis Wicked Strong has steadily improved with the buyer figs. It's just a question of the synthetic for me on this one. How'd you see race six?
1: Uh, I thought As One Does was a good price in here at 8-to-1 as well. And Vicki Oliver is an outstanding trainer against uh, Martin Garcia. Uh, horses improved the last couple races. Uh, was very competitive in a Keeneland maiden special way. Um, so I think he might, might have found a spot that he likes. Don't know about the synthetic, but that's a question mark on all three of the horses that I like, actually. So uh, I like Tis Wicked Strong second off that 82 buyer at Churchill. Cutting back from a mile and eighth to a mile and sixteenth is another good angle. The horse has gone further than that the last three times he's run. And then Collier's time for Ian Wilkes uh, coming off a maiden special weight effort at Churchill where he only lost about four links. I'm going to just use those three in here and hope that as one does comes through at a price. I don't think you're going to get eight to one with those connections, but maybe five or six to one would be a reasonable price for this one.
0: Eighth race is an allowance race. Don winners of three lifetime, three and up, uh, six and a half on the synthetic surface there at Turfway. In this one, I ended up on the 11 Loyal Company for the Walsh Barn. This horse has, I thought, run well against tougher fields than uh, than he faces here and uh, ran well over this track back in March. So maybe a little bit of a price with Loyal company, I think 9-2 to two on the morning line. talking cash figures to get a lot of money from the Brad Cox barn off a dominant win and had a, a nice win over this track. But I think uh, this one is stepping up in class against some more uh, battle-tested rivals, like Bourbon Heist, who's in good form, uh, had good form on this track in the past. He got so many seconds is uh, what uh, causes me to not take a look at this one on top, but I think uh, has certainly played a tougher schedule uh, than talking cash has, as is the case with loyal company. And then the other one I'm going to use is embrace and on form. I, I don't make a strong case, but it's Machado and he's been red hot. So I don't want to get beat by him in a group like this. So I'm going to throw the 12 in there too. How'd you see race eight?
1: Yeah, I threw the 12 in there as well. Uh, just because I was down to the last two horses and I thought, okay, Machado versus another, another jockey. Uh, it was Tyler Connor on Bourbon Heights. Those are my last two. So I left off Bourbon Heights for exactly the same reason that you did. The horses run second nine times out of twenty two races. Uh, so maybe you key this horse second to somebody. Um, I went with um, talking cash in here. Brad Cox is tough to handle off a uh, a lightly raced horse that has uh, broke his maiden at Turfway, eighty two buyer that came back. Uh, Ran at Keeneland, okay in allowance. They tried to get it on the turf at Churchill, and Churchill's turf course obviously was big problems this fall. But they took it off the turf, and the horse ran an 89 buyer and won by 5. So great form. Tested on the poly track, or or not the poly track. That's a a Florian slip, slip, I guess. But tested on the tapita. And um, that uh, talking cash is going to be the favorite in here. I'm going to use Gaslight Dancer or uh, Mike Baker. I'm going to use um, City Fever for Mike Trombetta. And this horse is two for five lifetime with two seconds. So, again, lightly raced, a lot, of, lot, a lot of upside. Really good effort on the synthetic at Woodbine, two back. And in that race, not only City Fever came back to win next time, but uh, True Temper and, and uh, True Temper and another horse in that race came back and won. So it was a key mm-hmm. race. I think City Fever's got a big shot. I use Loyal Company for Brendan Walsh. And I use Embrace. Just because it's Tom Drury and Luan Machado, and Machado is hot as can be up there.
0: Ninth race, a maiden claimer for two year old Phillies. They'll go the two turn, one mile distance here. How'd you see this one?
1: I do not like the combination of maiden claimer and two year old Phillies. <laughs> That's just, that is not my wheelhouse. And I'm going to go deep in here. I'm going to use five of them, including two horses on the outside that look like they might not really be live. But uh, I, I think there's a lot of horses in here that. Uh, that just have failed at, at what they've tried to do, and you're dropping to the bottom, 7,500 and claimer. So there's some horses coming out of the same race. Eastern Sunrise, um, I think, uh, Rock and Stroll, the one and the three, and then uh, there was another horse that came out of the same race in here that I looked at. But that who, who knows how, how tough that race was. But uh, Rock and Stroll, with first time out, gets Machado, uh, move up from... Alex and and went off at 6-1 to in her debut, so I think she's got a shot in here. So in tap, the 5 has been fairly consistent, huge drops from 30,000 down to 7,500. And then the outside two horses, uh, I'm going to use the 11, Karamori, uh, not good on first-time starters, but I like first-time starters and maiden claimers. And then Kenny McPeak, U-Proof, scares me because this horse, runs a maiden special way to Churchill Downs and then runs terribly and he drops all the way to 7,500, but she may be good enough to run with these. So it's not a great race. Uh, Going to go five deep in here and just keep my fingers crossed that I'm still alive and I've still got a bullet.
0: I took three in here. I uh, would like to go deeper, but just for budgetary reasons to keep the ticket affordable, I, I stuck with three. Richie's gal is the one I took on top for Ravelli. Uh, uses one of his go-to guys in Corrales. This horse with speed and fade off a long layoff, so could certainly improve just coming back at this same level. Rock and Stroll, um, this horse is a horse that took some money last time and now switches to Machado and had a bad start in that debut race, so maybe you can forgive that uh, finish and you know ran a little bit in the stretch, it looked like, so I think that one could certainly improve, and then I'm going to have to throw in U-Pro- U-Proof as well just on that huge class drop, uh, and uh, it's a tough post to win at a mile from the 12-hole, but it's a big class drop. Nobody else is making it in here, so I'm going to use that one, so I'm going to go three deep. Pick four, kind of uh, spread out. I couldn't really narrow down anywhere, which I would have liked to do, but I started out with 6.89, with 2.37, with four, six, eleven twelve, with 3.9.12, $54 ticket. How about you?
1: I couldn't find a single either. I'm a little bit different structure. I've got five, six, nine, with five, seven, with three, four, nine, eleven, twelve, with one, three, five, eleven, twelve, and that's a seventy-five-dollar ticket.
0: Best of luck on the Saturday card at Turfway or wherever else you are playing, trying to rack up a little extra money for the Christmas holidays. So we wish you luck in doing that. Uh, make sure you have funds in your Keelan Select account so you can play while you're watching the football or the basketball this weekend. And we'll be back. Next week for another edition of the In the Money podcast for KeenelandSelect.com.